You figured out what's going on with him? I don't know what his problem is. You know, but if he doesn't shape up, he's gonna be on punishment until he's old enough to put his own kids on punishment. <laughs> Girl, thank you so much for watching him under such short notice. Oh my God, it's no problem. Maya, it is not every day mm -hmm. that one of my girls does an interview with Jet Magazine. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I know, girl, I know, I know. Can you believe it? My book, I'll make me a star of it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now remember, the boy is on punishment, okay? So no TV, no video games, no music. In fact, anything that feels like it's going down the road of fun, don't do. Got it. No Jones Happy Time Charade Crusade. <laughs> nah, girl, you can do that. <laughs>
Lynn says, well, you know, this horoscope says you're a selfish, spiteful bitch. And then Tony says, well, does it also say I'm not paying for your lunch? Because if so, it's dead on. And they look up and they see William paying for some food. He looks kind of, kind of sad. So they invite him over to sit with them. And he's like, not today. I'm afraid I wouldn't be very good company. Oh, William, don't be ridiculous. You're never good company. Thanks. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Now, if you'll excuse me, I had to go out and see what other disappointments this day has in store for me. What's up with Eeyore? I like that they invited him over. That was cute. I've done that with people before. I mean, like, sad people. Why did Tony call him that? She said, what's up with Eeyore? Eeyore? Some shit? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know Winnie the Pooh? Girl, come on now. Uh, who's Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh? Is he a sad character? Yes, he's always sad. He's always, you know, man, what was me? And I'm, yeah, yeah, come on. Let Are me you see. not? Come on, come on, come on. You can't, well, you can see him, but you have to watch the cartoons to know the way he talks and stuff and how he's like always sad. But I know, I think y'all, I know what's She's sad looking up character. Winnie the Pooh, y'all. I know Winnie the Pooh. She's giving it a goog right at this moment. Eeyore. Let me see if I recognize his... Etsy is a young millennial and does oh, not know who Eeyore is. Oh, this one. Okay. I didn't know this nigga name. Um, <laughs> This nigga. He's a donkey, right? Yeah, he's some this type of donkey, donkey or a goat or some shit. But yeah, I know who he is. It's a he, right? Because he, he got a bow. It's a he. Okay. Um. Yeah. His pronouns is he, him. I just didn't know what his name was. Like, the only characters I know from Winnie the Pooh, their names are Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. But I know them by face. Piglet? Yeah, him. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so next we're at Maya's apartment. She's making dinner. And then two grown-ass men come up in her apartment. Mm. I'm like, oh, Jabari done aged like a good three something years yeah that's why later on when she asked somebody for a favor i'm like why he can't do that himself but whatever okay we'll get there we'll get that keep that put a pin in that Mm -hmm. um yeah darnell's right behind jabari when he comes in maya's like hey baby and darnell responds with hey to you too but he's joking but you know what he shouldn't be joking like that because maya will take that shit seriously and be mm-hmm. plotting their whole marriage and, and everything. Mm-hmm. You can't be playing with Maya like that. So um, Darnell comes up in the kitchen looking in all the pots like, are we children now? Like, don't put your face in the pots. It's not sanitary. Especially if um, you ain't a part of this house no more. You so ain't the I don't one know why you, why you out here worried about what I'm cooking. <laughs> like, this food was made for two yeah, people. Yeah, we ain't making none for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Yeah. Uh, what I really love in this scene is um, you ever, well, it's been happening. I just had, I don't think we've mentioned it. The vertical stripe button up shirts of this era. Yeah. Maybe you didn't participate in the style. I did. But I used to think I was, I was stepping. I used to oh, love okay. them shirts. Chow. It was everything. With the different color patterns. Oh, and, yes. Oh, diff- I used to rock those at parties. Like the different main shirts colors. At, who does that now? Different colors, different, you know, skinny stripes, thick, thick ones, stripes. It was just, ones. Oh, and yeah. Hell. And then sometimes 
Did you ever do the one with the sweater over it, but you have the you have it peeking out? But you out, have the stripes peeking collar? out? Yes. I Ooh, love that shit. I thought oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. Listen, you couldn't tell me nothing. You do that with a nice... Yo, why did we wear, like, like interview wear? <laughs> Business clothes. <laughs> As children. Yo, uh-huh. my senior year in high school, I was like, you would think I was going to work at a corporation. <laughs> and I, I used to have the khaki pants with the dress shoes like you would you couldn't tell me nothing i would go to parties dressed like that yeah thinking i was just the best dressed person there and i'll look back and i'm like that don't even sound fun like why, was why are you gonna wear dress clothes to parties? <laughs> like, saying that nowadays like if someone just rolled up and like but like a girl especially Oh my god! In like a button-up shirt and some khakis to a fucking party, like you coming from work? What, what you know. came from? Like, oh my gosh! It was a wave, though. I don't know why we did that. I don't know why. It's like you don't know it until you out of it. Mm-hmm. How crazy that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Darnell's rocking it in this scene, and then later on, Jabari's rocking it in the final scene. So Maya's like, "So where your fiance at?" And he said, "Lena's waiting in the car." I'm like, "Then why are you in here hanging out with me?" She in a, a neighborhood that ain't her. You better go make sure she all right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, um, Jabari's here. He's safe. Yeah. All you had to do was make sure Jabari got in. He's in. Okay. It'd be fine if she wasn't there, but she in the car waiting on you. You here looking in my pots. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe you want to look in my pots a little later. Mm-hmm. You, know what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Darnell said he's going to be back to pick up Jabari after him and Lena get back from San Diego. So they going on a trip together. Damn. Well, they are engaged, so... Yeah, it happens. But the way Darnell smiles when he talks about Lena, mm-hmm. it, he smiled like he throwing it in her face. I'm going to San, San Diego with Lena. Like, um, okay. Ish. And? Don't nobody want you. Actually, Maya does. But no, Maya definitely don't want you. But forget that nigga. So Jabari's on the couch playing with his Game Boy. Darnell walks over and says, see you next weekend, big man. He don't even look up from the game or give his dad a hug or nothing. I guess he's too grown for that shit. Them Game Boys was the shit. Oh. Well, I had a... I am a little older, so I had a different kind of Game Boy, so... Mine didn't fold. (sighs) We ain't had the colors either? No. Damn. Yeah, so if it got dark, you couldn't play in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be, like, in my room, like, it's supposed to be sleeping. I'm, like, trying to... See if I can catch the light real yeah, nice. You can catch the light. Play some Mario. <laughs> Play some Tetris. But mm-hmm. yeah, my sister is around your age, so she had that junk, like the the folding one, the DS, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you had the DS, but mm-hmm. she mm. had the DS with the little stick thing. The little thing that you stick into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, y'all had it good. Y'all could play anytime, anywhere, any day. Well, once uh, Darnell leaves, um, Jabari start walling. I don't know why, who, what, where this came from. So she asked him to take the garbage out, and then he giving her lip, talking about, well, I mean, obviously you ain't got no hands. Excuse me, bitch. He's like, what, your legs broken? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, your legs broken? Why, you, like, ain't, excuse me. you ain't hitting this kid? I mean, I don't want to say, okay, because I know people out there are going to be like, oh, you hit your kid, whatever. There's a reason he's talking to her like this. He does not respect her, as far as I know, because if he really respected her, he wouldn't say some shit like that to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that Maya's been too soft on this kid or something. I don't know. But even when she's like, she's like, dinner's going to be ready soon. 
And Jambari goes, ew, what are you cooking? Ew. Ew. Oh. Okay. Well, since you're so disgusted, little nigga, <laughs> you can eat air tonight. Since you don't want to. I was thinking, I was like, how about you don't eat? How about you don't eat nothing? Just go to bed. Since you so motherfucking. But then they're going to call, the, call the people. They're going to call they, the people say you starving your child. The, the, the thing thing. The CPS. So, <laughs> since you're so picky about my cooking. The fuck? And then he's like, what are you cooking? She's like, uh, food. And Jabari's like, what kind of, uh, food? Bitch! Everything is a, is okay. a smart comment. Is some type of sarcastic. I will slap that sarcasm out of your mouth. Just slap it out. I think some of our listeners, uh, most of our listeners may agree. Oh, so, yeah. Just, yeah, just speak your feelings. It ain't like we got kids running around and we hitting. Like, we just saying, like, she should have... <laughs> Maya should have been doing something to this kid. I know we in that soft parenting era and whatnot, but I don't think there's nothing wrong with a little little tap-tap here and there. Don't make it a a thing all the time, but a little tap-tap? There's that, but... You know, there are some kids that don't get hit, and they listen to their parents just fine. So there's a way. There's something, there's a disconnect in the respect level between these two. I don't know what's been said. What are we missing? But there's not enough time. We find out at the end, maybe there's not enough time spent with them or something. But mm-hmm. even without the hitting, he should still respect his mom. It shouldn't take a like me to scare you with violence to, to be nice to your mother, who's a single mother making food for you, doing the best she can. Who's actually cooking the food from scratch after a long day of working? Like, you got some nerve. You got some motherfucking yeah. nerve. She could have went to San Diego with some dude, but guess what? She home. Like, what's your, your daddy other parent doing? is out. <laughs> fucking bitch. Exactly. And you still can't respect this woman? <laughs> Fuck you, Javari. Damn. Chow. So she saw him to get up and do the trash, and like, he don't do nothing at first. He just keep playing the game, and she has to tell him twice. I ain't gonna lie, when I was little, my mama used to, have to tell me twice. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, I ain't, I wasn't disrespectful like this, though. Like, I might take a little long to do what she said, but I do it. Yeah, I used to act like I ain't hear her. Especially if I'd be upstairs and she'd be downstairs and I had my door closed. I used to act like I ain't hear her. Okay, Ritzy Rats. Okay. Yeah. She said, bitch, we on two different floors. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> like I got we 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 doing we doing big things over here. Um I would just be like my mom would tell me to do something be like, all right, and then I would just kind of sit for a minute until I kind of got ready. Like I would say I'm gonna do it, but I would mm-hmm. just kind of just chill and then get Meditate. up. I wouldn't pretend I ain't hear nothing because that's that's hard to I'm not an actress, you know what I mean? <laughs> like my mom would be yelling, like you you know you hear that shit. <laughs> So initially he said, I'll do it later. I'm in the middle of a game. I'm like, bitch, are you a white child? Get the fuck up. <laughs> What's so important? Is this game paying you? I'm sorry. Was YouTube invented well, you at know. this time where they was making money off of this shit? Is the game paying your fucking bills? Well, it's not. But you know, like sometimes you can't save your game. I don't know how it was, but when I had my Game Boy back in the day, day, you couldn't save the game. Mm. Uh, you stop the game, the game's over. Like, you might have made it to that one level and you don't know you if you're going to get back again. Through. You finally yeah. made it. So, still though. I'm in the middle of a game, mom. What's the way he said uh, it? 
this ain't how black kids talk to their black moms. It's not what he said. It's how he said it. Mm-hmm. Even the audience members, you hear them go, ooh. They're like, like somebody's about to jump up with some audience seats and jump on stage and beat them. <laughs> and then speaking of, um, speaking of like whips and belts, you yeah. remember what he said after she was like, no, you know what? I really don't know what's gotten into you lately. Okay, but I will take off my belt and I will what? get with... Spank me. Too old. Well, you are not too old for me to run you over. I was like, I don't oh, know if you're too old oh for a little, a little tap tap. Well, when he said that, he was standing up next to her in the kitchen and he's about her height. Yeah. And when he said that, it kind of triggered me a bit because he's almost as tall as her and he's a boy. Mm. You know, she's a skinny old woman. Mm-hmm. So not skinny old woman, but, you know, she's thin. She's mm-hmm. frail. So when he said that, I got flashes of like the good son, Mikey, um, Esther from fucking. Well, Esther's a grown ass woman, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. killer children from mm-hmm. horror movies mm. and or even abusive, abusive. Wait, you um, said Esther's a what? Grown ass woman. What if somebody wanted to watch the movie and they didn't know that? Bitch, how long that movie been out? <laughs> Spoilers for Orphan. Like, what the fuck? That movie been out for years. And they don't know who really Esther is without context. Esther could be got, anybody. 15, Esther could be some, some girl years. we know. Oh, God. But you know what I mean? Like, when I saw him stand up and, and walk over, to, and he's walking toward her, I believe, when he says that. Mm-hmm. But I think he's walking to the door. He's trying to go to the door to take the trash out. But it just kind of was like, damn, he could overpower her if he really was trying to do something. Like mm. a Lifetime movie or something. Given very Tyler Perry, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if Tyler Perry would write something like that. You can't. Disres- I don't think he writes disrespectful kids like that. He don't really do that. He'll write them being disrespectful, but then Medea would um would beat their ass. Yeah. So she asked for the Game Boy back when he come back. He don't give her the Game Boy. He just drop it on the table and stares her down while he does it. And walks to his room. Mm. Excuse me? Damn. Mm-hmm. and what i was thinking when this happened i was like ah, this ain't just about a divorce this something else they ain't telling us the full story so we're back at skia it's lynn and tony they're sitting looking sad can't figure out what william's problem is but they mm-hmm. see him sitting by himself and they're like william what's good my car failed its smog test <laughs> top-of-the-line car. It's a state-of-the-art German engineering. It's not supposed to fail a smog test. And? <laughs> and what else is there? What am I supposed to do? Get it fixed. And get over it. I knew you wouldn't understand. Just leave me alone. Sloan test? Was it the Sloan? It's the smog test. His car failed the smog test. And what that is, is basically um, your car is emitting hazardous... Um, emissions into the air so Mm. that's not good especially in california they're very serious about that shit like they're all for the environment and his car is pretty much fucking up the environment and he's like i can't believe that's happening and they don't believe it and neither does etsy Mm -hmm. so he storms off and they're like no he's upset about joan we didn't check on him after the breakup Mm -hmm. and um oh yeah he moves to another table (laughs) He goes to another table by himself. But what I really did notice, did you notice when they went, when he changed tables, Tony and Lynn went and followed him and 
Persia's really trying to show them tats off. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, Persia was looking extra, extra saucy in this episode, and I don't know what it was, but she was looking the sauciest. What do you mean by saucy? Like, I don't know if they put extra makeup on her or if they, yeah, it's just a lot of extra. I don't know what it is. There's something different about her. Yeah, I was like, is, is this show about Persia or Tracy? Hold on. It's, um, well, I noticed that in this scene, when they go to his new table, she's kind of pulling her pants down a little bit to show off her tattoos. You know, she has the lower pelvic, the lower. Well, that was the thing during the time, you know. I mean, during the scene, Persia, like... <laughs> It's low enough. We can see the damn tats. I'm sorry. We can see them. You don't got to keep pulling them down lower and lower. They're visible, I swear. Um, I just thought that was really interesting because it's it's never been more obvious in this scene than any other scene in the show. Mm-hmm. They confront William and they tell him that he's lying about the smog thing. He's like, no, it's really the smog test. And so just to get them off his back, I saw the way he said it, like... I'm hurt. I'm devastated. Joan broke my heart. Good, good. Even though Joan is our friend, you're our friend too, so just don't hold back. Okay. I think Joan is a deeply disturbed woman. She's completely self-absorbed, possibly heartless, definitely incapable of love. Hey, watch it, number 10! (laughs) You didn't believe the smog test, even up until this point. You didn't realize he was lying about Joan, like saying all this shit about her? Nah, he was putting mad sauce on on, on him not liking Joan, so I kind of figured it was a lie. Like, you doing a lot. Okay. Overcompensating. Okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so Tony is appalled by how William's talking about Joan, so she leaves, and we get, to, we get the next scene. Maya and Jabari showing up to Joan's, and Joan's supposed to be um, babysitting Jabari? A grown-ass teenage boy? <sighs> That's how you know you just gotta you just gotta be in tune with TV land and just let it rock because in real life this would not even be necessary and you know that it's just something to move along. Let's move along this plot line about Jabari missing his parents being together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because you well, too grown. I mean, it ain't even about that. It's like we have the demon seed and we have sweet old Joan. Who has the worst backbone ever? She can't even tell her friends no. And she's gonna be watching this 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 mean ass kid. Oh, that's what you meant. Oh, well that too. But I was just like, he's too grown. He can't be left alone for a few hours. Ain't he like 15? I wouldn't trust it. Nah, he's no. He's like 13. And um we see in later seasons, even when he's older, Jabari cannot be left alone oh like you can't leave this kid alone um so we find out that maya has a jet magazine interview okay maya i know that's right so she can't bring her bratty fucking kid so that's big you can't even be proud of your mama jabari and be nice to her and cater to her for her celebration for her accomplishment he can't sit in the waiting room no i don't trust that shit i don't know man I wouldn't. That is so inconvenient. What's the point of having the kid who's that age 
and not getting... They can't take care of themselves. And they can't somewhat take care of themselves. Nigga, if you don't sit your ass in that waiting room for an hour while I do this interview, you don't even need nothing. You're not a baby. Sit down. I feel like he the type that would bust in and be like, yo, why is it taking so long? Damn. Oh, my God. That is Maybe so annoying. He, um, he sees the way Darnell talks to Maya. Yes, Absolutely. Maybe that's kind of manifesting now that he's, you know, testosterone is pumping. He's getting older. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's what I think. That's why it's important not to have these niggas talking to you crazy, especially not in front of your kids. They're not going to respect you. Right. Especially your son. Because they don't think, oh, that's how you treat women. Right. Oh, that's how you, that's how they listen to you. You got to assert your dominance. Well, my daddy be talking to you crazy. So let me talk to you crazy, bitch. Yeah. And I'm about to be a man too. So you ain't finna tell them, girl. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You gotta nip that shit in the bud from the get go. Even, mm-hmm. e- even a little hint of raising the voice. Once he turned fifteen, yes. Once he gets, how to do that, you do that though? Fifteen. Yeah. 16. Once he gets to a certain age, it's a wrap. If you don't start it now, try to get rid of it now. It's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be forever. <laughs> yeah. But um, how do you pull that back? Well, I guess Darnell would have to kind of help with that because, like I said, he's getting bigger. He's taller than Maya. For her to spank him would be like, come on now. <laughs> All I got to do is just push you down and you're you're done for. Like, mm-hmm. So you're going to um, need that male figure to kind of like usher in the right behavior. But if what if she didn't have the male figure, though? What if Darnell wasn't around? Or I don't maybe know. he died. I don't or know. whatever, whatever. I don't know. William? William? Well, William's the worst example. <laughs> no, William's like William's the worst a bad example, example, too. I would say, child, I don't know. that's when that military shit gotta come through, and since you don't want to eat, you can eat air. For real. This is yeah. a boy. So you gotta be really, really tough with him. What if he goes, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call CPS. You you I'll ain't feeding him. me. Call him, bitch. I dare you. Girl. Call them motherfuckers. <laughs> and what if he does and they send you away or to take him away? Where you rather be? You rather be here, or you rather be? Because if you think you are, you're not gonna like the food that I'm feeding you, mm. Mm. you think that jail yeah. food they they finna feed you over there with fifty other kids gonna be any better? Go ahead, do that. Give me a okay, vacation, Mama Etsy. Okay, that's how Etsy Etsy says she gonna handle business when it's her time. She gonna handle business. Period. Thank you. Thank you, grown in. And they start giving you lip. Mm-mm. They want to be grown. Let no. me let me show you what a taste of grownness, what what that tastes like. Yeah, that just had like put my mind in like I've been watching a lot of true crime and a lot of kids that kill their parents for dumb shit like that. You know what? <laughs> Do you, have you seen that what? of this child? The child ain't even Jabari's age. They're like eight, bro. So this is way before. They're still oh, the one that killed his stage. killed his mom because she wouldn't buy him a VR headset. On Amazon? Yes. Yes. And then he killed her and then went and bought it. Yes. And he was like yeah. eight. He's still supposed to be in that cute mommy, mommy, mommy stage. So I don't know what the fuck was right, going on right. over there. Yeah, that's um, I don't that's know. the kind of thing where that's something up here. You know, the people in the church would say it's the devil. But what I say is it's, it's a brain deficiency, defunction, whatever, you know? there's that um someone has said something on twitter about there being too much easy access 
of these kids to all this like red pill, misogyny, violence type of content. Because that's the matrix. Shit is all uh, over. The matrix. There's this thing called the matrix manifesto or something where oh, people are like, kids are playing video games earlier, so they don't know reality from games and things like that so they think oh almost like if i shoot this person maybe it'll reset maybe i'll get you know i could just start the game over and they'll Mm. come back kind of thing or this is a mission like on the video game like this is like my mission to to shoot this person is this turning our content into explicit (laughs) like i mean we always talk explicitly but is this something to give a trigger warning because we are talking about kids and the way Jabari is acting and how that could affect people in real life as well, not just a TV show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think our point stands, you know, watch the media that they consume because you start consuming these little things and then it turns into big things. And then their kids, they can't. There's grown ass men who would do some crazy shit and then yep. be like, blame it on something else. So... That's tough, man. Those are intrusive thoughts. Yeah. I don't know. Therapy, Ooh. mental health, it matters, guys. Like, look after that stuff, especially in your kids. Because there's going to be a point of no return, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Maya's about to head out to her interview, and she reminds Joan that Jabari's on punishment. No TV, no video games, no fun, even if it feels like it's going down the road to fun. And so Joan's like, got it. So no Joan's happy time charade crusade. And Maya says, nah, girl, you could do that. <laughs> um, so she, she goes over. Maya goes and tells Jabari. All right, Jabari. I'll be back in a few hours, okay? I love you. Boy, I said I love you! <laughs> I love you, too. That's my baby. <laughs> So she leaves. And so Joan's like, hey, Jabari, you want to race Swiffers? It could be fun. He looks at her like, bitch, how do you think I am? You think I'm stupid? So she's like, she backs off of that one. And Tony and Lynn come up. They tell her William's been talking shit. Joan's like, that's weird. I thought our relationship was like, you know, mutual and everything was on the up and up. So she calls him and leaves a message so they can talk later about it. And Tony turns over to Jabari and says, hey, What's Geppetto doing here? I'm like, damn, Geppetto. That's a deep cut. Mm. What does Geppetto mean? Don't tell me you don't know Geppetto. Are, we, are you going to have to give it a goog again? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you have a childhood? Did you have a fucking childhood? Mm-hmm. Geppetto's uh, Pinocchio's dad. Okay, that's all y'all had to say. But you don't, but you, you ain't get it right when I say, that should be automatic. Like, nah, not, not quite. You got to say Pinocchio's daddy, you know? <laughs> but anyway, so Tony tries to cheer him up. She's like, hey, Jolly Rancher. And he, he turns to her and he roars like a lion and says, Jabari. Why is he yelling at me in gibberish? Yo, that voice, that voice is something. Did you, did you remember that part? Mm. It's deep chill. Mm-hmm. And it's gravelly. It ain't just deep. It's like... Like I said, he needs some tea. Or like like mm. those cough drops you had earlier. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real dry, the voice. Mm. Like, shit. And Tony's like, why are you yelling at me in gibberish? And Joan's like, yeah, he's on punishment. 
And Lynn's like, um, does he know that? And she look over. That boy done pulled out the Game Boy. So he done stole it from Maya. He stole it back from Maya, hid it in his pocket, and he pulling out the Game Boy. What were your thoughts when he pulled the Game Boy out? I was like, he got to be stealing from her purse then. That's just what I thought. That's a good thought, because I didn't think that shit. Yeah, he probably is stealing from her purse, because something happens later on where I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. But what I noticed is like, okay, you pull this Game Boy out right in front of the and right in front of three of your aunties, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing they could tell your mom. You don't give a fuck. You have no shame. You don't mm-hmm. give a fuck fuck. You bold as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he should, I don't know why he didn't just go in the back room, pretend like he was sleeping and just play the game in the room. He did it right in front of them. He's like, I, you think I'm scared of y'all? He don't care. He really don't. Mm-hmm. So Jones sternly mm-hmm. asked Jabari to put the Game Boy away. She mm-hmm. asks him. Tony said, but you don't ask children. You tell them. She said, listen, Jafifi, your mama said you on punishment. And she takes the Game Boy from him. He said, you can't tell me what to do. You ain't my mama. Damn. Mm. He acting like he even listened to his mama when she be telling him what to do. So you acting like it, it even matters. Jabobo. Yeah. Even if she was your mama, you probably wouldn't listen to her. You would talk shit and talk back to her too. So whatever. So then Lynn tries to play the good cop approach, the cool big sister approach. And she puts his arm around him and says, hey, man, I know what you're dealing with. You know, sometimes it helps to talk with a grown up. And he turns to Lynn. Do you remember what he says? He turns to Lynn and he says, you, says, ain't, got, you uh, ain't a grown up because you ain't got a real job. Grown ups have real jobs and you don't. So technically, you're not a real grown up. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. Somebody been. I'm like, how you know that? He'd been listening to um, Maya conversation on the phone. You know she ain't got her own room. Damn, Maya, look what you done did. Now your son talking shit about me too because he done mm-hmm. heard you do it. Y'all got to be careful what y'all say in front of he these kids because they, they will go and tell the uh-huh. person you were talking about. They don't know That's, how to keep shit in the, in the especially vault. Especially when they old enough to like actually understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm. So he storms off to Joan's room and we get a little time jump. Joan Swiffrin, she's like, damn, it's been mad quiet in my room. Like, Jabari ain't made a sound. Maybe I should go check on him. And Tony's like, girl, take it from someone who had a whole gang of little brothers. If a teenage boy is in his room alone and it's quiet, don't go in there. Why we we only met one of her brothers? We only met one. And we met, like, three sisters. She had a whole wedding. Yeah, that's weird. That's a writing flaw, guys. I guess they just do that in there. Not on Prentice's part. I mean, it's a continuity era error Mm -hmm. but maya comes back from her um her interview it went great she's gonna be in jet which is awesome and she asks how jabari's been and they're like lynn says oh you mean rose maya's baby um (laughs) so they told uh they told her about the game boy and she's like damn so she runs back in the room to see what's going on with him and what happens jabari go come (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> baby uh, Maya runs out she is frantic she said my baby gone and they all hop in the car Maya's on the phone with Darnell he implying that the girls were drunk when they were watching him maybe maybe not he's not a baby though he's not a baby we don't gotta be completely sober <laughs> right true I agree we're watching an infant 13 show Maya's afraid some predators are gonna take her baby you know 
on some uh maybe some some tea cap shit. With that with that grown ass voice, oh, you'll probably yeah, scare that's him away. <laughs> that voice deep as hell. I mean, he is a kid though. Regardless of how his voice sounds, he's still a child. Yes, he like, is. You know what I mean? But snatching him up, I don't know. <laughs> I think he, he would put up a decent fight. <laughs> it depends on who's trying to take him. I think a white predator might think it's a grown man and not take him. Maybe a black predator would oh. be like, you know how white people see, you know, teenage black boys as men. And think they like 19 and shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Spill the tea. They th- I probably think he go- he's a college student, a young college student. Either that or like, yo, he's running, he's walking by himself in a neighborhood he ain't supposed to be in. We're going to call the cops. He's threatening. Mm-hmm. You never know. Like this, him running away like this, they could have, they have more time, done more implications on what this means if he's off by himself, just going free around mm-hmm. the city, you know? Especially in LA. Like that's some shit you really see in New York where you yeah. got like these teenagers or whatever walking around. But, like, in L.A., when they don't even really walk around like that, it's more so driving. It's more suspicious to be walking around L.A. He's just walking around like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maya's trying to figure out why he's been acting so weird lately. She blames herself. I don't know why he's been acting up so much lately. I know that I haven't been spending that much time with him because of my book, but, I mean, maybe I should just put all this book stuff on home. Girl, it ain't like you on tour with P. Diddy, flying to a new city every week, like... (laughs) Like... You're a fucking... You can do this work from home from anywhere. Like, what do you mean? Hey, girl. You ain't Janet's backup dancer. <laughs> the fuck you need to be? If you don't... <laughs> yeah, like, she, yeah, like she's needs like... to be on hold. Doing an international Bitch. tour next week over in fucking Belize or something. Like, this is where you're based. So, I mean, hopefully one day you'll be able to do that. But right now, you're on a, you're on a kind of regional level. Jones says, uh, she makes a really good point. She says, this is how you're providing for Jabari, is through the book stuff. What are you going to do if you don't? That's your job. You're going to be jobless because your son can't handle it? Mm-hmm. Like, then he really won't be able to mm-hmm. handle it because he won't be eating nothing. He won't get the Jordans he wants and shit. So. I think she just need to send him to his daddy house, child. You did your best. Like Yeah, I think it's time to pass him off. Like, once they get to that age when they're taller than you and stronger than you and think that they don't want to listen to a woman you gotta send them to mm-hmm. you gotta send them to your daddy once they start getting to those double digits the 12s 13s it's about that time you had your fun they're not cute anymore you know <laughs> it is what it is send them to the daddy yeah well she wants to send him but i'm like if you send him to his dad's house he's marrying lena and that'll be his new mom you know you're kind of passing him to another woman, <laughs> too. Niggas got stepmoms all the time. Niggas get shot every day, B. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Niggas get shot every day, B. No. <laughs> like, uh... It's Y'all just, know what I mean. That's just how I felt. Like, like you can't I mean, deal here's with the him. thing, though, right? Okay, so when he's over at old boy's house anyway, he gonna have a mom there anyway when he be spending the weekend or whatever, whatever. So regardless of what the situation is, her presence will be felt. But it's just, so you're going to send your child to live with, I mean, he's going to have a motherly figure who's not you. So he's probably going to bond with her better than you. Well. And then he's going to come back to the house and be like, who you is? Nah, I don't really know you like that. I know Lena though. Lena, she be cooking 
mad good food over there. I, I don't think, really want this shit. I think that that's like worst case scenario. You're not sending him over there from childhood. This person oh, does yeah. know who you are. You're still their mom. He's 13. Right. Yeah, true that. You've had most of his upbringing as a motherly figure. So he can't treat you and he's not going to treat you like a like a, some stranger or the second second best or whatever whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, right? Cuz he's not a kid. So she's not going to have that relationship with him. And also, it'll actually be more of a headache to her because number 1, he's preteen/teenager. slash teenager. She can't really tell him what to do because she ain't his motherfucking mama mm. at the end of the day. Yeah. It'd be worse if he was, like, in the single digits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Good point. So, like, that's her headache. <laughs> and then when when he's ready to act right, he can come back here on the weekends when your daddy done slaps some sense into you. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a win-win situation. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, they end up finding this, this little... Mm, this little demon little seed. I won't say little nigga. That's not like that's not a little. I mean, but uh, I'll let you say it. So they, I have it in my notes. So they find this nigga at a smoothie place outside, just acting like he on vacation, catching some sun. And the way he's sipping that smoothie too, it like like he on a resort. Did you see it? Like right, I saw it wasn't shit. in the mainframe. He in the back, but he's sipping it. He sip it and kind of like like he getting some sun, like he's leaning his head up, just kind of like he in Mexico. <laughs> this nigga, not a care in the world, not even scared of getting caught, getting kidnapped, getting nothing. He's just this. It's all about the smoothie right now. All outside, right where anybody can see anybody him. Can he gonna see. run away, sneak out. He he didn't even choose the inside seating. He chose the outside seating. That's how much he didn't give a fuck. This kid has no more fucks to give. And how the fuck did he get money? Where he got money? Well, I guess. You know, he probably saved up his, um, his what you gonna call it. Smoothie back then was like, what, $2? I guess. Or he, uh, <laughs> like you said, took it out of Maya's purse. He gonna steal Game Boys. Oh, yeah. But this is why you, if you gave the kids the money, don't give your kids money. Because then they get run off and be without you. And go explore shit. Because they could do whatever. Make sure they mm-hmm. broke so they can't go nowhere. <laughs> right. And now he out exploring, talking about he can go get smoothies, he can sit outside. Nah. No. Go to motherfucking Starbucks, get a frap? Excuse me? Like, did he, and plus, they drove all the way over there. How he got there? Who car he was in? Did he take a cab? He got cab money? Stop giving your kids money. This is why. They were driving for a minute. I know. So They were in that car for a while. Um... Maya gets out and to get him and we move on to the next scene and it is Darnell just screaming and I'm like you know what okay I like this <laughs> you know usually mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like Darnell screaming but this mm-hmm. is the one time in your life you gotta come from the diaphragm you gotta mm-hmm. make sure you gotta your posture like the Clark sisters <laughs> make sure your posture <laughs> is correct your shoulders are back because this is deserved what the hell were you thinking running away? Have you lost your mind? Boy, you know better than to answer that. <laughs> See, you may think that you're too old for your mama to whoop you. Newsflash, I ain't your mama. He ready to talk back to the daddy, too. 
He ready to talk back to everybody. He was, actually. I just caught that. That's what I'm saying. Send him to whoever he needs to send him to. Because he's crazy right now. Yo, He's acting crazy. Remember remember Mari? When Mar- before Mari was just uh-huh. the paternity show? They were bringing that little that drill sergeant. That boot camp shit that- scare them kids crazy. Scare them straight, scare them crazy. Oh, yeah, scared uh-huh. straight is another good one. Y'all might need to go that route. Let him be uh-huh. in jail for a couple days. Mm-hmm. See who he yelling at then. He needs to get this sorted out. He's too young to be acting, to be having this smart-ass mouth. Yeah. And he said, Darnell said, you may think you too ought to be spanked by your mama, but newsflash, I ain't your mama. I was like, damn, is he saying he gonna punch him in the face? He said, I'll fight you. I'll fight you like a grown-ass man. Is that what he's saying? I think so. He's saying I ain't your mama. Yeah. Well. Oof. He's like, fight a man. Yes, I don't know. You want to put your hands on a one? Mm-hmm. Fight a man. <laughs> Poetic justice. Um, <laughs> hit a man. Anyway. <laughs> Darnell's like, do you know that Lena and I had to come all the way back from San Diego because you want to be Christopher Columbus and go exploring the damn neighborhood? I'm like, okay. Chill with that. Now you blaming him for, like, you and your girl. That That might be a little far. I don't think it's far. He needs to understand that his actions has consequences and is causing problems for everyone else. I don't think that was a little far. If you would have just sat your ass in the house, then all of this chaos would not have happened. What if, and let me me take it a bit further. What if Joan would have went in a little earlier, interrupted Maya's interview, she would have had to leave. Yeah. And fucked up that whole opportunity with Jet and whatever sister, mother, cousin magazines they got. He needs to understand that. That's a good point. You are correct. And I didn't think of it that way. It's just bringing Lena, the stepmom, into it. Like, I don't know. I felt like there's already a thing where this kind of this barrier between Lena and uh, Jabari to where making it a problem of something he did to her might make it like, damn, you really care about her over me? The way he said it, like... You only care that I ruined your trip. You know Lena and I had this trip planned for weeks. All you care about is stupid Lena. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> that's how I That's how well, I saw it. It can be interpreted that way. But I think that even if you... If you would switch it out with any other event or... Yeah, prior, like the Maya thing? I don't know. Okay cool responsibility i think it'll still hold the same weight we're out of town it's no different than when your mama would be like you made me leave work for this bullshit oh well, you that's different just... that's a that's a money making opportunity that's how we eat but this is just a fun trip he was taking with his fucking fiance like this wasn't even I important mean, if y'all the trip just, is y'all fun probably, y'all was probably just fucking that's all y'all was doing <laughs> yeah true but no, I ain't interrupt there's still resources like, that had to be taken into account that was probably going to go down the drain, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess. I just feel like, come on, Darnell, that might not have been the way to go. You think he really cares about Lena like that, like that? Um, you made me live, Lena. Well, I mean, he needs to start caring. That's going to be his stepmama, so he's going to have to care by that's, force. That's what he said. He said, I don't want no stepmama. I want to be my... He's like, all you care about is stupid Lena. Oh, like, damn. Shit. Well, stupid Lena. <laughs> right. Let her handle it once she start living with um. Once she start living like, with him. 
He said, what'd you say? He's like, nothing. Okay. Oh, so now, now you scared. Mm-hmm. So, after, uh, he, after he went that military, militaristic route, I'm telling you. Yeah. Once you put that, put that base, put that base and that echo in your voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets the picture. It's like, I don't want her to be my stepmom. Why can't y'all just get back together? It's like, we've had this conversation, Jabari. We've went over this. We are not together anymore. Like, we can't. All right? So you're going to have to fucking figure this out internally. Because we ain't getting back together. Maya and Darnell don't even need to be together. I don't know. Well, he don't know that. He don't know the situation, I guess. But we as viewers know. It ain't, it ain't, no. That, Uh, and ain't they been divorced for mad long now? Like, it's been some years. Like, nigga... You acting out now? <laughs> right. Like, where was this two years ago? <laughs> yeah, three, two, three years ago. Boy, what is this delayed response? The fuck? So he's basically like, I don't know this new bitch. I know y'all. I know I know you and mommy. I don't know this new girl. And I don't want her to tell me what to do and shit. This is how I'm interpreting it. And I get that. From a child, I get that. You don't want some new person that's allowed to tell you what to do and... They're going to ask you all these questions about your life and shit. And you got, they got to learn who you are. You got to learn who they are. So I get Side that from note. perspective. What's up? This is why I don't fuck with niggas with kids. But let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> I think of that. That's a good point. Because they're going to be like. This is why. I don't want to talk to stupid Etsy. I don't why you care about a stupid that. Etsy? <laughs> they're going to be fucking up the trip. And you're really at mercy of that child. Like this situation. Yeah. Like. If something happens, you got to go. So Maya sends Jabari to his room so her and Darnell can talk. And Darnell's like, fuck this therapy shit. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. Maya suggests it. And he said, nah. Maya's never been for therapy. Have you noticed that? She was the one that said black people don't go to therapy. They go to church. Yes. She's very traditional. But now she's like, let's go to therapy. What? What? Maya? Maya Denise Wilkes? Okay, look at the evolution. I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. But um, Darnell calls it a bunch of nonsense. He says, how can somebody come in our family who don't know nothing and give us their two cents? She's like, well, we missed this. How many other things are we missing? By the way, Jabari got the door, the bedroom door wide the fuck open. Yeah, he listening <laughs> to all that shit. He listening to everything. And they didn't even say nothing like, hey, Jabari, close the door. Or like, y'all could... Tell him to go in his room and go outside and talk about this shit, maybe. Or it's a small apartment. <laughs> he don't need to hear half that's this why, shit. That's why she need, a, she need another bedroom. Definitely. That's why he fucked up now. He hear too much. Mm-hmm. He heard that Lynn ain't got a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard that, uh, Joan can't keep a man. Tony going through a divorce with a baby. <laughs> Honey gonna want her. Shut <laughs> That's why he wasn't trying to respect her. He doesn't respect them. That's why he pulled his, his uh Game Boy out in front of them, because he don't respect them ladies. Mm-hmm. So Darnell's like, how about this? Once a week, the three of us will get together, sit down and talk and hang out. She's like, oh, like therapy. He's like, no, like a family. I'm like, okay, that might work. But eventually y'all gonna need some kind of therapy, for real. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. I mean, early 2000s, they was afraid of it. That was a, that was a scary word for people. Mm-hmm. Maya's like, yeah, oh, you mean a family in which the father is about to marry another woman? Oh, damn. And uh, 
Did you see the part where fucking uh, Darnell's like, well, there's all kinds of families. <laughs> <laughs> Why he did that? That neck was rolling, child. Rolling. There's all kinds of families. I would have gave it another take. I would be like, cut, cut, cut. Um, Khalil, can you not do the neck thing? A little saucy. Oh, saucy. Listen, we got we got a limited amount of time. It's the last scene of the day. We 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 gonna try to get what we can get. <laughs> I, you know, I will say I don't know if it's a choice from Khalil or what it is, but Darnell's always had little moments where he's just a little too flamboyant. Yes, he gets a little moving with, with the, the neck, moving up. the hands. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the fingers is the thing. <laughs> um, I don't know whose choice that is. So, we we move on after uh, Darnell swings his neck to the J-spot. And William finally gets to Joan to uh, confront her. Or she confronts him about the comments from earlier to Tony and Lynn. And William was like, well, you know I only said that to shut those girls up. He does call them uh, Frickin' Frack. Frickin' Lucy Frack. And Apple, yes. Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber. Yes. So she, he was like, the real reason why I was upset is because my vehicle didn't pass the, the smog, smog, smog test. It's like smoke, smog, S M O G, smog, the smog test. And then she was like, your car failed the smog test. Well, that's not supposed to happen with state of the art German engineering. Who you tell William, you must be devastated. I haven't slept in two days. William, why didn't you call me, sweetheart? I would have come right over. Come here. Oh, sweetie. What? It's a luxury, whatever, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. (laughs) She gets it. See? These two belong together. This scene, well, they realized they were perfect for each other based off this, and I'm thinking the same shit. What happened? What happened, Etsy? They're meant to be friends. There's no romantic chemistry between them. Man. I don't know. She understood the importance of the smog test and failing it. I don't know. He, he can't find nobody else that understands that. I mean, he told the other girls and they ain't no they ain't think nothing of it. It was like, why don't you just get it fixed and move on? Right. They didn't understand the severity of it. To him. To him. Mm-hmm. Not to the earth, which Lynn should have knew that. Ain't she all about the earth and shit? She should have knew that. Yeah, she all earth. They didn't understand why it would rock his world like that, but she did. Mm-hmm. But um, he says, "I miss you." She's like, "William, we both know." He's like, "I know. We're better off as friends." Just like Etsy says, they may as well. <laughs> and on each other, he leaves, and she kind of like looks and lingers. And then we get our final final scene. It's at Maya's. Jabari, Darnell, and Maya are having like a little weekly hangout. And uh, the parents are trying to see what's going on with his son, with their son. They're acting too formal, though. Yeah. I, I think they should have mm-hmm. went to like brunch or something, though. Or like dinner or maybe like putt-putt golf. Ooh, that would be cute. Yeah. That's how they do in therapy with kids. Like, they have the therapist go, so what's going on in your life? What are you doing? They'll be like, let's play some video games. Mm-hmm. Let's do a puzzle together, you know? And then eventually, once they feel comfortable, they'll start opening up more. But when you just sit and ask a kid directly, sometimes they get a little scared off and they do exactly what he did in this scene, which is the one word answers. We wanted to have a little parent-young man get together. Touch base, see what's going on. 
talk about any concerns or problems before they become big concerns or problems. Okay. So any concerns and problems? No. How was school today? Okay. Anything you want to talk about? No. All right, uh, go get started on your homework. Okay. Also, ask open-ended questions, guys. Mm-hmm. Because they'll just go, yes, no, okay. Mm-hmm. And you won't get nothing out of them. I would have been like, so uh, tell us three things you learned today at school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that, that'll get them talking. So, um, Jabari's wearing a nice button-up stripe, vertical stripe shirt. In this scene, it's yellow. That's cool. <laughs> so, um, so he goes to his room and Darnell goes, see, and you thought we needed therapy. And Maya's like, you know, next time we should try to get him to answer with more than one word. And Darnell says, okay, just like his son. <laughs> so they, uh, say they're going to meet again in a week and, uh, we get the end of our episode. We get our Kelsey grammar. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So next is our oh hell yes moment of the episode. And I will say this is the first time in the history of our podcast that I have two of them. Oh, but I'm not going to go first. We're going to let Etsy Rowe give us her oh hell yes moment first. My oh hell yes moment is when Darnell was like, you better not answer that question, boy. <laughs> Your mama may not be able to, to to whip you, but I sure can. I know that's right. That's one of mine. Darnell yelling at Jabari because that needed to happen. Do you know that Lena and I had to come all the way back from San Diego because you wanted to be Christopher Columbus and go explore in a damn neighborhood? <laughs> that was just cathartic. <laughs> Every other scene in this series when he's yelling like that, even when he finds out that that Maya cheated on him and he's yelling, it seems like, nah, you're doing too much. But this one, <laughs> I was... <laughs> this one was like, okay, I feel you now, Darnell. Now we're on the same page. We see in each other. But my second one is Joan and William realizing there's still something between them. You know how Ooh. I am. I see y'all on Twitter talking shit about me, talking about, oh... Nettie loves the whole Joan and William shit, but we hate it. You know, <laughs> Team Jillium over here. Team oh Jillium. <laughs> Not Wong. Nah, we ain't doing that. That's weird. <laughs> Team Jillium, bitch. I said what I said. So, if y'all want to come for me, go ahead and tag me at, oh, I am the admin for our, our, our Twitter. So, at Hell Yes Girl, if y'all want to talk about it. Um, also, Oh, yeah. If y'all want to hit me up on a TikTok, too, we got TikTok at Hell Yes Girl as well. So do it there. Period. Also, go to your favorite podcast platform. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Etsy, where do you listen to our podcast on? Google Podcasts. Oh, cool, cool. I'm a Stitcher girl. I listen to us on Stitcher. Um, well, I subscribe to us on Stitcher and I listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts. I don't know why I do that. Well, I have two different apps. But, you know, to each his own. We're on, like... 20 plus different apps if you guys want to head over and subscribe tell your friends tell your boss tell the lady who makes your coffee in the morning all right next episode is titled thin ished mm. any uh any clues any any ideas of what that could be yet i don't know we're just gonna have to wait and see i love their play on words throughout the thin throughout the show ished oh yeah they do it they do the play on words well 
We'll see what's going on with that next week. I, I've seen this episode, yet I do not remember what the plot is. So we'll go uh, deep dive into that next week. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. We'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye.